Hello, and welcome to the Patreon special episode, the Mar- is this March or April? It's March? Yes, March. Okay, I mean, it's March now, but I just want to be sure it was the episode for March. Okay, I'll start that again. There's apparently some sort of madness occurring, I don't know. Yeah, there was regular, regular March insanity. (laughs) All right. Hello, and welcome to the March special episode of uh, Iacon Underground. Thank you, gentle Patreon supporters. This is... uh, this is this month's Patreon special, and uh, yes. this month, uh, in the absence of a gigantic superhero movie to cover, uh, or a Star Wars movie, we have returned once again to Kimono Friends, so we can hey, be hey. Kimono Enemies. <laughs> oh, no, no, I think we turned over that leaf last time. <laughs> it's true. This episode, or this show, has is grown on us, and by us, and mostly me, because I think you guys already liked it. It's pretty cute. Okay, well, yeah, well, I saw it all, Jen. You have you watched further, Jen? No, I have. Or were not. you just still on the um, uh, what's this? Oh, the the, the lady with the dragon maid episode. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Kobayashi's dragon maid. Ah, yeah. I know you've told me this multiple times. I can't remember if it's a maid who's a dragon or a dragon who has a maid. Both. Okay. <laughs> It's it's a. I mean, I suppose she's... office lady who gets a dragon as a maid, and is like, is it like a dragon who turns into a person, or is there like a giant flame snorting lizard like Dustin or China and stuff? It's, it's a dragon who turns into a person. That is lame. But she has like like antlers, sort of, and she can have a tail. Does she ever like turn into a full dragon? But she's still yes. wearing the maid costume. Yes. No. Oh. Oh, with the maid. No, no. I, oh, that's just, so implausible. Unless it's in one of the ovas, I don't think. That, that would just tear up the costume. I mean, I don't know. Unstable like. dragon molecules. It's <laughs> about a woman who gets really drunk one night and wanders into a park and ends up, like, pulling the sword out of this injured dragon. And then she ends up, like, ranting at this dragon about how much she loves made cafes. And so the next day, the dragon... <laughs> Shows up and is like, I'm gonna be your maid now because I owe you my life. Uh, this sounds more like that time I got uh, drunk and watched episodes of both Jessica Jones and Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, we have previously covered episodes one, two, and four. Yeah, not in that order. No, I believe it was four, one, two, so... Uh, much yeah. So much like Maxine Nightingale. By the time we finish this episode, we will be right back where we started from. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a, it's a song. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so the third episode is Mountain. Ooh, Yay, the Mountain Zone. And all I can think of is that uh, that fictional, like one of those fictional Seinfeld movies. Uh, Mountain High. It's from the one <laughs> where Kramer that. is pretending to be uh, the movie phone guy. <laughs> Starring Kevin Bacon and Susan Sarandon. There's no higher place than Mountain High. <laughs> I what? I think you gotta Seinf- get me over that mountain. <laughs> I think Seinfeld has come up before on these episodes. I, I was with that. I talk about Seinfeld a lot. 
I guess. Yes. So I guess what you're asking is, uh, is what's the deal with that? <laughs> no, no one's um, asking that. I mean, get ready. I, what do we do with that Bumblebee movie? It's like, I'm going to do that entire thing in a Jerry Seinfeld impression. So look out. <laughs> Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, I I get I get the joke, but why? Listen, every time okay, they so say it's... B, my Seinfeld impression intensifies. Oh. No. So it's going to be dueling bet- between Seinfeld impressions and wrestling jokes. Wow, that's that's going to be something kind of episode. And his name is John Cena. Anyway. Yes. Come on, our friends. Yep. Episode so, three, Mountain. I'll be somewhere else. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, so previously on Kimono Friends. They, uh, they found this uh, Japari bus, which looks like the Cheetor Mobile. Yes. Ah. Uh, we've got uh, we've got our main characters. We got Caban, who is a person. We got Serval, who is like a cat person. And we got what is this thing's name again? Row Beast. No, I, That's Lucky, Lucky Beast. Child. Lucky uh, Beast. Yeah, Lucky Beast. Okay, and it's like a weird robot rabbit thing. Yes. It's, yeah. it's like it's a tour guide. It's basically like a robot anime mascot, functionally. Yeah. So they, they, they want to go to the library to find out what kind of animal Caban is. Because she doesn't know. And instead of just schlepping their way through this park, they're going to take this Zoomobile, but its battery is drained. So they have to find somewhere where they can plug this thing in. Yeah. And they... They've got to, so much like Kevin Bacon and Susan Sarandon, they've got to get over that mountain. Oh, bye. So first there is like this weird kind of rope bridge thing that they try and get across. But once they do that... Yeah, it, it's like, well, it's not a rope bridge. It's more like a giant defunct ski lift assembly right. thing without oh, the lift part. Did you see that uh, video of that ski lift that uh, like went nuts earlier this week? No, I try to oh, avoid yeah. such oh. things as someone who I is mean, deeply afraid of heights. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's not so much that it's dropping people. It's that it's moving extremely fast and the, the, the like, ski, uh, like, gondolas or whatever are smacking into each other. Yeah, that sounds really upsetting and I don't want to see it. I mean, nobody was, nobody was killed, but... I have no, no. idea how. Uh, it looks like it was possessed by Satan. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> anyway, this uh, this does does not happen here, but instead Serval just falls right off this thing <laughs> after trying to climb it. <laughs> yeah, she tries to climb up, like, try to tightrope walk onto one of the wires, and that does not end well. Aww. Like she a cat. Flops off. She's a kitty. Yeah. Oh, and, and the, the fact that the ski lift gondola thingy is broken causes um, Lucky Beast to have yet another panic attack Yes, of shutting down. It's like, this should be working. Oh no. <laughs> yes. I don't error. know what to do. Yes. Error. Error. <laughs> so as they're thinking about, you know, climbing this mountain, they are greeted by the crested ibis. 
Yes, an angel descends from heaven and sets about attacking Tokyo 3 with sound. This is not how flying yeah. works. It, it's it's a very it's very Namor the Submariner, except instead of little wings yeah. on uh, on his ankles, she's got wings on her head. Yeah, just like almost like a hair bow, but wings. Yes, and all, often when she is flying, they're not even flat. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's an animation budget mm. thing or intentional. Well, they, they flap when she's like taking off and and shoot out little st- stardust sprinkles, but then they just sort of. Stop when she reach alt- reaches altitude. Yes. So uh, they also note that the uh, the bird and also the color- shade of pink it is are known as Toki in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now I know a friend of mine went uh, moved to Japan and married a Japanese guy, oh. and they have a kid. That kid's name is Toki. Oh. Is that kid's name Ibis? I mean, presumably Ibis and Red. I mean, it's... there. Well, Japan is filled with puns. It's also probably okay. a so, lot like... I mean, not that anyone names their kid orange, but orange is both a color and an object that is that color. Okay. Well, yeah, well, or people name their kids scarlet, it's a color in well, It's true. Yes. Although, in this case, it is a shade of pink. Yes. Okay, um, my really old Japanese-English dictionary, under uh, Toki, in the Japanese side... Toki can mean time, opportunity, timing. As a suffix, it's when, chinaware, pottery, registration, investment, winter, uh, corn. J- Japan is ridiculously pun-filled, and th- that, none of that mentions a bird. Oh. Maybe they figure the bird yeah. is least likely to be the way you encounter the term in everyday Japanese. Probably. Well, yeah, because the... I think the bird is actually extinct in the wild. Like, it only survives in captivity. Uh, it's endangered. Oh. And they're, like, doing a restoration program. And a bunch of them actually just hat. And it says the chicks hatched in the wild for the first time in 36 years in 2012. Oh. In the Gata Prefecture. Aww. Nest cam. Is there a nest cam? I love nest cams. Uh, there's probably a nest cam. Ooh. You do love your nest cams. I do. It's that time of year. <laughs> so she, a samurai clan. It's a city. It's it's. Is it a floor wax and a dessert topping? There's a common writer, Toki. I forgot about. <laughs> I thought those were usually like bug people, not bird people. Well, the old series, they were all bugs. Um, when they rebooted it in the nineties, yeah, the. Late 90s or something. The first few were bugs, and then they became more weirder things like wizards and um, oni. Now, oh, what is the one right now? I remember. Last few have been vehicles. I guess they. I guess they ran out of bugs. You know, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Bug. No, we we were out of cool bugs. Unless uh, we come up with something else, the next one's gonna have to be like Kamen Kamen Rider carpet beetle. <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> Especially not carpets. Yeah. E. Anyway, so yeah, uh, this uh, this crested ibis drops by, and she has her singing is so terrible that it is like sonic powers. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just. Yay! We have another anime trope that doesn't actually show up that often of horrible singing. She... I, I this is not what I'm familiar with. Well, horrible cooking comes up way more often, ah. but horrible singing. Pops up every once in a while. Although it's usually an arc like 
A character starts out as a horrible singer, but that becomes a good singer for a performance because they're actually voiced by a musician of some sort. I, I mean, that kind of happens entirely within this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. But yeah, it's uh, it's some pretty impressively bad singing. Uh, she's singing about how friends sh- should come and hang out with her. She's searching for friends. Yeah, I assume this is more, the lyrics are somewhat more musical in the original Japanese. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe that it's makes a, it even funnier. It's so off-key. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, Caban is kind of okay with this, but Serval seems especially disturbed by this, possibly because, you know, she's a cat and cats are the natural enemy of birds. Possibly, or possibly... Uh, but, yeah, also sensitive cat Also ears. because she has, like, those she big has ears. She four ears. Also, maybe humans just like terrible singing. So this kind of reminds me of an incident from my childhood. So uh, I don't know if they do this in, like, uh, the States. But here, uh, usually when you're in grade school, around, like, grade 7 or 8 or whatever, you have to uh, play the recorder. Mm-hmm. Oh. Kind of like this. Th- wow, did you go to Japanese school? The hell? The only other place I've seen recorders is in anime. Oh, yeah, no, no, they're a total thing here. I think I've still got mine. I never actually was in a class that did them, but I had, have known people. I mean, it, it is a thing that some okay. place, some schools do in America. Yeah, so they're these dumb plastic flute things. And, um, you know, you for people like myself and my sister who were not raised in a musical household, <laughs> uh, you know, you have to practice at home because otherwise, you, I mean... You already sound terrible on these things no matter what, yes. but uh, you have to sound slightly less terrible to not fail music. <laughs> and so, uh, so when I was growing up, uh, you know, we had this, uh, we had this, this sweet old cat who was, uh, you know, just the, the most harmless cat alive. She was very pleasant. She'd sleep on your lap. Um, she weighed about 10 pounds soaking wet. She was a Oh, tiny kitty. I mean, it was a large cat, but very light. Uh, it was like she had hollow bones or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, all fluff? And all fluff. Oh, and so, cat. you know, normally very peaceful. But uh, one day my sister was practicing the recorder, and this cat just went berserk. <laughs> it's the cat's trigger it, sound. It, it attacked her like it was her mortal enemy. <laughs> Like, like she was a bag full of dogs. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, after that, uh, she stopped practicing the recorder. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. It's not safe. No, no. Had, had to tell the music teacher it's not safe. Uh, the cat. And also, that's not fair to the cat. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Ibis, you know, she being a bird, she can fly. So she is going to take Caban up there. But Serval... She's not having it. She's not going to, like, wait around. So, well, uh, Ibis flies Caban up. Serval is going to Sylvester Stallone her way up this sheer cliff face. And then, I guess, fight uh, uh, John Lithgow. <laughs> no. Wait, d- no, she's not. I Does wish. Mean- I love that movie. <laughs> Does that make the alpaca Michael Rooker? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, um... And Serval does this after giving her most iconic pose of the entire series, 
with a hand and one foot up on the bottom, the base of the mountain, and a thumbs up. <laughs> yes. Which is, this has become is like a thing. Point, it, it has. That, that was kind of the point when, like, everyone latched onto the fandom like that one image of her. It's like I can do it. Thumbs up. That's weird, but okay. Uh-huh. I guess it it's. Is, I, I've seen that image so many times. I mean, I can't really think of a lot of like iconic poses in Western media. I, I guess there's the uh, the Iron Man landing. Yeah. Or uh, while Thor reaching out for his hammer is sort of iconic, but not quite. Yeah, that mm-hmm. and Captain America doing the same with his shield, catching his shield. Oh yeah, chucking the shield. Although I would say as far as fandom and iconic poses go, it's probably Chris Evans uh, ripping that wood in half <laughs> in Age of Ultron. <laughs> That yeah, was good. pretty good. Um, any pose Spider-Man does? I mean, I don't know if you'd call any of those iconic, because it's diff- usually a different one every time. He's, well, there's so the limber. hand pose, and, and like usually one leg up, one up, like, arm swinging, one leg back. Yeah, there's variations true. on the pose. Yeah. Oh. Twip. Anyway, well, the pose is so important that there's the Nendoroid version and the Figma version of Servalt can both do that pose. They come with a thumbs up hand. Mm-hmm. Ah. I have my little so, servalt uh, posed right now. Ah. So they take off. Uh, whilst in flight, uh, Lucky Beast starts giving some very inopportunely timed and very unflattering Ibis facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Lucky Beast will only talk to Caban. And Caban is talking to Ibis about Ibis' singing, and Lucky Beast is responding about the Ibis, and what he says is not, not, and not good. And Caban doesn't, I mean, it's not like Caban is just being nice. Caban clearly seems to think that Ibis's music is, is totally fine. Which is, it's clearly not, but again, apparently she <laughs> is just completely tone deaf. But, I mean, she, she really needs to explain this better. Like, like, don't drop me, don't let me plummet to my death. Uh, I've actually got, like, this robot in my bag. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. Well, because Ibis thinks it's Caban talking when it's, it's Lucky Beast talking. It's strange, like. Even though it's clearly like a robot voice? Yeah. So Ibis is alternately happy because someone's praising her and, and her eyes are going completely white. <laughs> Because of yes. insults about how shrieky an ibis sounds, which nasal. I, I tried to find some audio of an ibis. It doesn't sound like a beautiful bird, but it doesn't sound that horrible. It, they do compare it. But I can to only find a few clips. The the factoid the that Lucky Beast is reading do compare it to a crow. Yes, yes, and call it nasal. Oh, oh, there is one odd thing when they start to take off, and and they're talking about flying. Ibis makes it clear that she remembers being a bird because she says it's easier to fly now. Yes. Yes. Even though she doesn't have her big wings. Yeah. This is all, there's, there's a lot to this conversation that's very like world building and raises many questions. I mean, I, I, it's now I think clearer than ever that we're dealing with like a high evolutionary kind of situation here. Except one who's, just like an anime pervert. Well, there, there's, there is no high evolutionary. It, it's the 
uplifted animals are kind of on their own. Well, they're on their own now. Right. right. So I it, guess what is it? They call the the sand stuff. star. Yeah, the sand star. The, the the energon cubes that are coming out of a volcano and they erupt. Isn't this? Isn't that also how Scientology starts? <laughs> Something like that. What? Is somebody going to get hooked up to an e-meter here? Maybe. Maybe John Travolta is going to show up. But in a bad way, Scientology is... is your, your fears exist because aliens were exploded inside a volcano that arrived on Earth in B-52s? What the... Oh. I mean, I, I think... Love there check. might be animal people in there somewhere. <laughs> maybe... Man, is that what uh, maybe uh, John Travolta is supposed to be in uh, Battlefield Earth? Fred Schneider? I think in the book they're more monsterish. <laughs> I mean, I hope they're, you know, not just guys in, like, ridiculous half-assed Klingon makeup in the book. No. I don't know. I never read it. I mean, neither have I, because I'm not, you know, Jenna Elfman. <laughs> yes. Uh, meanwhile, back in this anime, b- Boss is being a jerk, and as they fly higher up and... and- Kaban can see further, and, and we see a nice vista panic across the Guiana Highlands as Domon Kashu continues to train to fight the devil Gundam. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. And they do <laughs> comment on how you have, because uh, Ibis is talking about, you know, singing and what kind of land she, you know, what kind of climate she likes to live in and how she can't believe they cross the savannah because it's so hot. Basically, Japari Park is like living in an MMO. You, oh, <laughs> you oh, yeah, get different regions with completely different climates just shoved right up next yeah, to each the, other. Because um, is it Ibis that says? Is it Ibis or is it Lucky Star that says, or Lucky Beast that says that each area the weather is different because of the sand star? So the sand yeah. star is a weather dominator. Yeah, that's uh, Lucky Beast explaining that. I mean, it's kind of one of those things that does whatever we tell it to. <laughs> yes. You know, it's, it, you know, it, much like Energon, sort of. It does whatever yeah. we need it to do. Or as we're soon going to hear from Ratchet, dark Energon. <laughs> Love that. So good. So we finally get up to the top of the uh, the mountain. They uh, they stop, have a bit of a lunch break, eat more of the ever present Japari buns. Um, is that before or after we get a cut back to uh, Serval climbing up the mountain, trying her hardest? I'm about to say Serval. I think that's afterwards. Okay. I think it's yeah Japari buns. Um, I assume in the uh in the if this were dubbed into English, these would be called Japari donuts. <laughs> Well, buns is perfectly fine. I'm just trying to... Wasn't it Pokemon or something where yes. they made something into yeah. donuts? They kept, like, rice, rice balls. balls. Donuts. Rice balls, that was it. It's, really? Come on, just... It, it, it's ridiculous. Trust kids to be able to pick up on stuff. Come on. Well, I mean, except for, you know, they didn't want kids to pick up on the, you know, cross-dressing. Which... Or the, uh... <laughs> well, they, or the seizures. Okay, they took out the seizures. That makes sense. They only cut one episode of cross-dressing, the most egregious Right, what? There's still a lot more. Hey, if it was good enough for Robotech, it was good enough Yeah, I mean, I assume it was the most egregious (laughs) cross-dressing? For Pokemon. Well, it it was James, it was James in a bikini with inflating breasts, so. 
Okay, I can kind of see that. You can understand that. why they cut that one. Yeah, I can I can understand that one. They let him be in dresses in other episodes, I think. So it was more about the boob jokes. Yes. Yes. Robotech managed. It had cross-dressing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, although it's strange because, uh, no, I guess that was Fox Kids that aired uh, that show Cyber Six, the whole premise of which was cross-dressing. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so they, you know, they, they talk a little about singing and how maybe, you know, since you're a bird or, or since you're not actually a bird anymore, maybe your throat doesn't work the same or whatever. And so maybe you don't have to sound like, uh, somebody getting strangled to death when you sing. <laughs> yes, she sings a little thing about eating Japari buns on top of a pole and then Kaban sort of copies it, but actually sounds half decent. And yes. the Ibis is like, oh, that, that sounded pretty good. Maybe teach me how to do that no. now that I'm, you know, person shaped. Now that I'm a friend, because they do. She does talk about how that she's now a capital F friend. Yes, they're they're. It's very uh, insistent terminology. Yes. Yeah, it's on brand. Like not a person, not a humanoid, a friend. Yes, which you know, that's. I mean, when you're a created being, you can definitely do that. Well, and they don't know what humans are, as evidenced by their inability to tell Caban what her deal yes. is. Yeah. So they don't know of anything else to call themselves. No. They, they, they've lost uh, touch with their creators. It's a fascinating look at identity and such. And whilst this is going on, Serval is indeed trying to get over that mountain. And it's uh, it's not going so well because who would have thought that climbing up a mountain would have been so hard? Hard work climbing. I mean, she's a cat, but I guess not all cats are good at climbing mountains. Yeah, I mean, you know, trees, and usually, you know, they can get up there, but they can't get down. Yeah, that's well, fair. Her her climbing is going okay, and then it goes better when she finds roots, and then it goes a lot worse because the roots give way. Aww. Yes. And and she becomes a, a living uh, 70s motivational person. Yes. <laughs> she falls off the mountain. Hang in there. Well, in the matter of seconds, she goes from the hang in there to the uh, the one that I had in college, which was a cat falling off a stick with the caption, oh shit. <laughs> oh. That's pretty great. I like that. It was, it was, it was a barrel of laughs. So meanwhile, uh, Caban and Ibis, they get to the top of this mountain, and uh, luckily there is, like, a building there. Yay! Like a little house. Well, or a cafe. Well, that's where the ski slope thingy was going to, so you'd figure there'd be something out there, but... Yes, it but is the there's huge. one little cafe is the only thing on the top of this mountain is a little weird. Yep. And it's being run by an alpaca. Yes! An excited alpaca. So what is Japan's obsession with alpacas? They look cute. I'm, they're fluffy. They're adorable. I mean, Have you I, seen an alpaca? Yeah, I mean, they're great, but it just seems like Japan specifically. I mean, I know there was a big deal when they added them to Harvest Moon, and there's like a whole line of plush toys that are apparently fairly popular that are just little pastel-colored alpacas, and... 
They just seem to be in an awful lot of Japanese stuff for being a South American animal. Well, uh, one, they're adorable. They're a tall sheep, so it's understandable they're cute, but they're... There are some Japanese who moved to South America. I forget why. Uh-huh. There were, there uh, some I, I know that in a lot of, um, I think a lot of um, uh, South American countries, the Japanese were sort of the, like, the merchant class for a long time. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, that's why, and, uh, like, they've been there a long time and sort of uh, integrated into society so much that I remember uh, in the 90s, uh, the president of Peru was Alberto Fujimori. Huh. Huh. Okay. So I suppose they're probably very familiar with alpacas, even if, you know, they're not Asian. And and so every article sort of about him sort of had to explain that, you know, there are a lot of Japanese people in Peru. Mm -hmm. All right. That's fair. I was just curious because that just seems to be a thing. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, it, I mean, anyway, this, uh, this alpaca is running this, uh, this cafe with, uh, uh, no customers. Poor thing. Yeah, so she's so excited when they show up, and then they say, "No, we weren't looking for this." So, oh, you're not customers, and she spits on the counter. Yes. <laughs> well, that that's what alpacas yes. do. Yes, but it's that like she's a waitress at a coffee shop who's just mad. It's like, oh, you just came in to use the bathroom. <laughs> And did she say, did, did I hear this right, that she said the professor showed her yes. how to do this? Yes, the professor. And Marianne. <laughs> I'm, I mean, again, I'm thinking of uh, the high evolutionary here, Professor uh, Herbert Wyndham. <laughs> <laughs> um, not quite. Are we about to see the Knights of Wondagore? Um, we will eventually meet the professor. Or, or Bova, the... the, the... Uh, I hope there's Bova. Bova, um, we do meet an Auroch. Okay. Uh, Orocs are cool. Uh, how about, uh, Cthone, the, uh, ancient primordial demon who lives with, uh, within Mount Wondagore? Um, what type uh... of animal would Cthone be? He's like a, he's not really like a, more like a demon. Oh, is, is he the demon that has a face in his belly? Or is that another one of the. No, that Satan is Satanish. Oh. There's so the guy many... who is like Satan, but not quite. He's Satanish. He's Satanish. Marvel has way too many Satan knockoffs, although I really want Satanish in the movie. Just their mouth bell. I, I don't know what you're talking about. There's just Satanish, Mephisto, Marduk, Curios. There was uh, some bit in Dormammu, Kieran Gillen's Strong guy. Uh, journey into mystery thing where there was a, oh, there's... like, all the different versions of Satan fighting each other for something. Yes, they all, they all have, like, a yes. meetup. Yes. Oh, well, no, the meetup. The, the fight was in um, X uh, Exiles. No, uh, X Four X Factor. That was. Is that yeah, the where one they were fighting over who where... became ruler of hell? Was that the one where Hela tries to kill Darwin and he evolved into a death god? Because... Yes. <laughs> because how could they kill him in first class? What's wrong? With I don't that? know. That was the dumbest that was freaking. Super so dumb. angry. So angry. <laughs> anyway, so this place does indeed uh, have uh, have a charging port, so they can charge this battery up. I I deeply understand this feeling, especially as someone who used to like be a pedestrian, like getting around the city with no car and 
a phone that I relied on, and finding a charging place <laughs> is, like, the most important thing in the world. Yeah, but, like, the charger is on the roof because they got solar panels. And... Yes. And then they have to... And uh, she'll... Hmm? Oh, I, I've got to mention here, as a tea enthusiast, that uh, they're offered black tea, which I didn't think was, like, as big a thing in Japan. I thought that they were more into, uh, you know, your matches and uh, senches. I mean, maybe that's... Your green teas. Maybe oh. that's the the thing, is that, oh, this is an interesting, exotic tea. Possibly. Well, no, because Alpaca has Professor Teacher how to make tea. Because right. she finds... This cafe on the top of a mountain goes down, tells some animal friends about it, goes back up the mountain, and is surprised that nobody comes to the middle of nowhere up a mountain because she's the only one that can climb really easy. Oh, it's simple for me. Right. It's like, location, location, location. You picked the wrong one. Yes, that's literally well, I, what I wrote no in my budget, notes. It's just... What's location, location, location. I mean, I guess um, it's kind of a thing. Um, like, she she wants customers just because she wants company, because this doesn't really have any, like... There isn't an economy here or no. anything, is there? Nope. There's no. no money. The closest thing to money is, do you have a Japari bun I can eat? And even that isn't an economy. Yeah. I mean, we, we see, you know, people trading, like, favors and stuff. Yeah. So she understands the concept of having customers and is mad not to have customers buying her, getting her tea, but there's no exchange of anything. There's no buying. She just <laughs> likes adorable. making tea for people because she's an excitable little alpaca. Yeah. And so while cute. it's charging, the tea machine isn't working because they had to unplug the solar panels to charge the battery on the roof in an inconvenient place. We only have the one outlet. Yeah. Yes. So they have to spend their time doing something before they can have tea, which leads to Caban has an idea. Yes. She's going to get, you know, since there are all sorts of, like, bird people flying around, uh, she has uh, she has everybody sort of pull up, like, the, the weeds and the grass in a particular pattern. Yeah, she, and then... She starts to get them to pull up grass in, in a pattern, and, and which... Leads to the thought, oh, is she creating Nazca lines or the Surinabish giant? <laughs> I mean, the, the Nazca lines would make sense because the alpaca uh, is also South American. Aha! Dun, dun, dun. Is the professor an ancient alien? <laughs> uh, just imagine, like, me with, like, my hands in that position with impact font beneath me saying aliens. <laughs> um... Oh, that's... That Sadly, is... I do not have that guy's magnificent hair. Alas. It's pretty amazing. That is going to be quite a few episodes from now, and, and our schedule of Kimono Friends episodes is erratic, depending upon what's coming out, and Avengers will be coming out. But when we get there, there will be a tie-back to a previous oddity digression in an episode of the regular Ooh. show. Mm -hmm. I hope it's the one about Seinfeld. <laughs> You'll make it about Seinfeld. I will. <laughs> you always do. Sometimes I also make it about Spider-Man. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, it, it we we you know she she uh, Ibis flies her up there. They uh, we do the pull out, and it turns out that it was a picture of a cup of tea 
uh, with a big triangle pointing to the cafe. Yes! It's so cute. I mean, it's maybe more of a coffee mug, but yeah, yes, it's great. Although they, it, I mean, it does look more like a coffee mug, but I don't know if they serve coffee. They don't never mention coffee. No, that's it fair. is weird that specifically tea because like, is it coffee that's supposed to be better at a higher altitude? Oh, I don't know. I've uh, I've never really been to a higher altitude. I couldn't tell you. It's no, not no, a matter of making it. It's a matter of growing it. Oh, mm. not like brewing it. It's not a difference if you brew it at a higher altitude. It's just that it's frequently I mean, grown at a higher altitude. Although I guess this does raise the question of where she's getting her tea. <laughs> well, I mean, well, tea keeps really well. Cafe That's looks true. really stocked, and nobody's been there. It, so yeah, it looks like a very nice cafe. Yeah. yeah. Like I would definitely, you know, go there and get a tea and not do the work I plan to do and instead look at this uh, view. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe mess around on the free Wi-Fi. Yeah. So by by the time they're done weeding, they're ready to go back inside and, and make some black tea. But then there's a jump scare! <gasps> dun dun! It's like the end of Carrie. <laughs> yes. Sure, if you say so. But no, it is just uh, it, it is just uh, Serval who has finally got up this mountain after apparently falling all the way to the bottom in that previous scene. (laughs) Poor thing. I guess guess she lands on her feet. Yeah, well, she's a cat. Hmm. Meow. I believe the correct Japanese transliteration there is Nia. Nia. Yes. Yes, it is. And this jump scare of Serval grabbing Kaban's leg which almost leads to a don't eat me thing, but it's just a <laughs> scream instead. Al- the alpaca is really excited because she just made the sign and already a new customer. Yes. Yes, who, who did not see this sign. No. Aww. She was kind of coming there anyway and didn't even know there was a cafe. Aww. She's trying. She's trying so hard. And then they all sit down and have some tea, and they all really love it, which, again... It- uh, really speaks to me as somebody who likes tea. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. I'm drinking some right now. I'll have some after this. Usually about uh, four cups a day. Jeez. Three or four. That, that Not always caffeinated. Bit... Oh, what the... Wait, how do you have uncaffeinated tea? Well, and tech, uh, you know, it's like rooibos. Or, yeah, they um... make both decaf and herbal. I mean, it's what? not technically tea. It's like an herbal tea, but it's not from the actual tea plant. But it is tea. Yeah, yeah something like rooibos or, or a fruit infusion, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. I usually have Tazo. Ha. Uh-huh. I'm, 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 I'm a David's tea partisan myself. <laughs> and also, I don't drink coffee, so I'm not getting caffeine that way. Coffee is horrible. But, no, what? Get, 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 get. It's the worst. No. Many people like Gross. it. I do not understand why. Okay, fine. Coffee. coffee Coffee is for people who hate themselves, but not enough to smoke. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Coffee is for, I need to be awake. I need to be awake. I'm in college. I drank it then. I would put a lot of milk in it. And once I got out of college, no more coffee. I mean, this is why most of the stuff that they sell at Starbucks is like... 
filled with sugary flavorings. It's because they <laughs> they can't sell it if you actually taste the coffee. Yeah, no, co- coffee it's, it's too bitter. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so I they like all have bitter. this tea, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Ibis starts to sing, and it's not as hideous as previously. Uh, apparently, because uh, the tea is good for your throat. Yes, it is. It's oh, true. Yeah. So she just had like a sore throat this whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it helps to soothe it. Well, if they put honey in it, but where would they get honey? There are no bee girls, bee friends. Aren't there? I don't think so. Are there any insect? I, I vaguely recall there were insect people. No, earlier. you've asked this question before. There aren't any. There's <laughs> mostly mammals. Okay. Some reptiles. Fish we never... Wait, maybe not even fish. Maybe it's just aquatic mammals. There's, okay. And obviously birds. Yeah. Higher animals. Okay, so all vertebrates. Yes. Yeah. What? Well, so, no. So there, there will be no invasion of the bee girls. No. <laughs> no. No. Same, uh, same writer as Ratha Khan. Really? Oh. Yes. Interesting. And also, he's like a producer on, um, what's it called? Discovery. Mm-hmm. Which, sadly, has been free of B-Girls so far. Aw. Anyway. Um, so, uh, all this time, uh, their, their weird robot rabbit has been off doing something. And it turns out that they have found, uh, this rickety-looking pedal cart thing. Yeah, I- That takes you down the mountain. I- Considering, like, the size of the ski lift thingy and this little cart thing, I don't... It doesn't seem like that was originally intended, because, like, the space for whatever was supposed to go there seems like a giant tram size. And this is a little two-person metal cage with a bike pedal that presumably wasn't originally attached to it, to power it. But, like, how did Lucky Beast put this together? It doesn't have hands. (laughs) I mean, it drives. Yeah. it drives by talking to the vehicle electronically. It's Wi-Fi. You cannot Wi-Fi together a MacGyver invention. You can if you just connect to something that has, like, mechanical arms and stuff. I don't see or this you can do it if you're guy in a mech suit. I mean, I'd kind of like to see that. That would be amusing. Um, but you can do it if you're not on screen at the time. I- it just, it, it's, it's like how in slasher movies, Jason can basically teleport as long as the camera isn't on him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he has a series of tunnels under the camp. Uh, always with the tunnels. That doesn't explain how that works in Manhattan. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> or in space. Well, in Manhattan, I think he was just jumping from rooftop to rooftop. You know, like okay. Spider-Man. Okay, well, or Batman. Or the Tick. Yeah. I mean, they, he kind of has the same build as the team. People yeah. do that all the time. And by people, I mean fictional characters. <laughs> yes. So they, uh, they, they part ways with these two. They, uh, sorry, with the alpaca and then uh, the ibis. They, uh, they pedal down this mountain. They run into another ibis, the scarlet ibis. Well, the, the scarlet ibis arrives at the top where the alpaca and ibis are as they're leaving. So, so there's a new customer at the cafe of this new couple they've accidentally formed between a bird and an alpaca. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then lesbians. I mean, the, the, you know, the, the, the friends are a single gender race. Yeah. You know, like Transformers. Yeah. Until so, it wasn't. So they are homonormative. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, I guess that's 
we don't know how they're making, although that makes you wonder what happened to all the, wait, was this like Jurassic Park where they just had female animals so that like the ibises wouldn't reproduce and get out of control? Maybe. <sighs> and the small clawed otters wouldn't reproduce and get out of control? No, I told, I told him not to, I told him not, they should have destroyed all the otters. <laughs> well, the, the question is... You could see them was, testing the pens. They're learning. The question is, what was this animal, this zoo built around the Sandstar, or did the Sandstar happen and then the zoo, what is the order of things that all the animals were there and then suddenly they were girls? Well, maybe it's like a why the last man thing, and it turned and it killed all the male animals, and it turned all the lady animals into ladies. Maybe, maybe into people. Yes, or friends. Yes. Speaking of sitcoms that I uh, will not be making references to, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they you do have like pet stores where they'll only keep one sex of an animal in stock at that location so they don't have accidental breeding. But then again, most zoos are actually actively trying to breed. So. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I totally could have made a a French joke because they spend much of this episode just hanging out in a coffee shop. (laughs) That is true. That is true. So it's a regular central perk. This is the coffee shop AU episode of the Animal Kingdom. Except it only serves tea. Yes. And as far so, uh, as we you know, might just get uh, the fr- as far as we know, Serval's never had a bath, so she might be a smelly cat. Ah. Uh... Oh. Although I guess in her case, we do know what they're feeding her. It's a uh, Japari bun. Yes. Mmm, <laughs> Japari buns. Uh, so they uh, they get back to their Cheetor mobile. They put this battery into the like nose of it. And and it turns on, and uh, Serval just uh, drive. <laughs> Interestingly, they have never seen a vehicle before. They, uh, I mean, they're animals, so it's not that surprising. But they do not understand the concept of wheels. Yes, this no, is they, new they, and terrifying. They're like thinking like the wheels might be feet that it moves on. Yes. Yeah. It's very cute. And and then number two most like. Or early iconic thing Serval does, she gets in front of the bus as it starts moving, and then <clears throat> we have local cat involved in hit and run with bus. <laughs> yes. just... uh, to, to quote Tarantulas, don't cats ever get tired of being stupid? <laughs> yeah, she's like Lucky Beast is only moving it really slowly because uneven terrain yes. and, and it's just warming up, but. It bumps Serval hard enough that she goes, like, flying at least five feet. Aww. Well, I mean, I mean, this thing is a zoomobile. Those things can't exactly book it. No. Yeah, it's a glorified golf cart thing. Basically. It's a golf cart that somebody made into a bus. <laughs> yes. Although there was, like, a, a bad... Uh, actually, I think... Oh, maybe it was the zoo monorail in Toronto, like yeah, back in the eighties or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anybody was killed, but uh, people got like bad whiplash and they shut it down. Ow! <laughs> yeah, that's not good. I, I, I think that was a monorail, not no, it, because when I went there last time, they were still running like the zoo mobiles. <laughs> what is there a chance the track might bend? 
can't mention a monorail without having to sing that. Mono dope. <laughs> Shouldn't have stopped for that haircut. Anyway, so yeah, they uh, they are now driving off to the desert area, and if you want to find out what happens there, uh, go back in the archives and listen to our previous episode on episode four, the one that's kind of like Beast Wars. Yes. Yeah, I think that's in the eighties or nineties somewhere. Oh, oh, I think it meant like the Patreon, decades. And I thought we didn't it? have podcasts no, I... back then. No, no, that that wasn't our that that was an April Fool's episode. Ah, yes. right. I remember now. Mm-hmm. I have a memory. And maybe we could repost that one or something as like a classic episode if we still have it. Yes, yeah. we will. Okay, well, then. Jen will. Yes, <laughs> and I'll probably put it on the Twitter. Yes. So we uh, we get the credits, but uh, just like uh, just like an MCU movie, don't leave before the credits are over. Oh. You might you might see. Oh yeah, it. it it's episode 91. Okay, yeah. Don't leave before the credits. You might see Hawkeye or something. <laughs> uh, in this case, however, you see uh, Raccoon and Fennec Fox. Uh, they're talking to uh, the previous, uh, who you previously saw, uh, Hippopotamus, who has that weird, like, jaw hair. Yes. Yeah. Though, I, this, it does sort of remind me of what we were talking about before with the translations. So, so this is a raccoon, right? Not a tanuki? Yes. Yes. Because I'm just Correct. used to assuming that all raccoons in Japanese things, for instance, Tom Nook, is actually a tanuki. Right. I mean, they're they're yeah. different well, things, um, right? A, a tanuki is like a like an actually kind of dog, I think. Yeah, it's closer. It, it's sort of dog related, unlike a raccoon. Well, tanukis tend to be brown. This raccoon is gray. Raccoon mm. okay. is gray. And it, her her actual she's a common. Uh, raccoon. Uh, thus, the Wyfenic keeps calling her Arai, which means common. Aha! <laughs> She's common son. That's not very nice. <laughs> Fennec's a jerk. Although I, adorable. I'm not sure how they would have uh, depicted the most notable attribute of the Tanuki. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't. Yes. That would be... She'd uh, just be carrying, like, a couple of round purses. <laughs> just carrying some melons. In, 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 well, carrying uh, alcohol around. In a, in yeah, a that's also a thing. So, yeah, they are mysteriously on the trail of our heroes. <gasps> so I'm not sure if these are, like, bad guys. I mean, I we, we haven't really seen a lot of bad guys except for the... Uh, seemingly non-sentient, uh, like, ceruleans. Yes, I mean, yeah. Raccoon seems really angry at them about something, so presumably they're mm-hmm. antagonists to some degree. But whether they're actually bad guys is, you know, not necessarily the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I assume, like, bad guys on this show, like, we're talking at worst, like, Team Rocket. <laughs> They're just jerks. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're almost the Team Rocket. Man, are these guys the Team Rocket of this show? Which one dresses like a boy? Oh, yeah. It'd be like... well, they're, they're... well, they're both in skirts. So yeah, I know. Well, I mean, for, like, costume humor yeah, things. Yeah, they disguise themselves as a boy, which would be super weird, because it would be the only male on the show. Yes. You know, it'd be like disguising yourself as a Sasquatch. <laughs> well, I mean, there is a cryptid in episode four. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it would be like disguising yourself as a Sasquatch, like, here. Like, like, ah. Uh. Like, like, you know, on the streets of the city. Yes, that would be fairly obvious. Speaking of John Lithgow. <laughs> why, why are we always speaking of John Lithgow? Because I'm kind of always speaking of John Lithgow, especially in Cliffhanger, where he's did, so handy. Did you just, did you just re-see Cliffhanger? No, I haven't seen it in, uh, almost a year? Because I last saw it when it was on TV uh, around the time that Guardians 2 came out, I guess because it has both Sylvester Stallone and Michael Rooker in it. Uh, yeah. But no, I just love Cliffhanger. It's so stupid. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, at one point in that movie, Sylvester Stallone grabs a guy and then bench presses him to impale him on stalactites. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? Why? Fun fact, the role of the bad guy in that movie that was ultimately filled by, um, John Lithgow was intended for David Bowie. That's weird. What? Which means that there could have been a 90s action what? movie that ended with Sylvester Stallone having a fist fight with David Bowie. <laughs> that doesn't seem very uh, fair. I mean, already it's a movie that ends with Sylvester Stallone having a fist fight with John Lithgow. I mean, yeah, but... What? Yeah. Although I think Lithgow's like a foot taller than Stallone. Yeah. He's not a small guy. <laughs> anyway, so... No, so that is episode three of Kimono Friends, and uh, yeah, this show is growing on me like a fungus. Yeah, it's pretty cute. It's very affable. It's just about a bunch of animal people having tea, like and a cordyceps. Finding batteries. Is it like getting into your brain and making you do risky things that you shouldn't? Uh yes, I've uh, I've already gone out and repaired like three Zoomobiles. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop myself. <laughs> Yeah, I can't blame you. So indeed, uh, join us next time. I'm not sure what we'll be doing in... exactly well, since... nothing really comes out next month. We'll figure doesn't? something out. No. There's new Pacific uh, well, Rim. Uh, there is that. Avengers Infinity uh, War comes out, like, right at the end of the month. Uh, so that's probably going to be May. Yeah, so that'll month. be... Yeah, that's I mean, nice. May might just have to be like a movie roundup because that's going to be Infinity War, <laughs> Deadpool 2, and uh, the Han Solo movie. That's the month oh, things that start well, coming is out. Is Han Solo come out May 4th or towards the end of the month? No, it comes out towards the end of the month. Oh, so that may be... Yeah, that might be June. After. Yeah, so we could just, we just... Well, yeah, next month we'll do Kimono Friends 5, probably... Then Avengers, then Han Solo. Okay. Probably. Alright, so that next episode is Lakeshore. Ooh. When do we get the one with Grey Wolf declaring herself to be a novelist? Because that's my favorite screen oh, cap of anything ever. <laughs> I think that's episode nine? That's just like me. That's the most me screenshot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, apparently this next episode has a beaver in it, so uh, this Canadian, for one, is excited. Yay! This beaver and a prairie dog. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, so, David, I, uh, you are the expert in the realm of this. Is there more of this show coming out? 
Oh, I, here I know there was like a the whole. Th- I know there was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it was yes, a whole thing. Uh, no Tatsuki, no Tanoshi. Um, due to weird things, the the director Tatsuki somehow he was fired supposedly because he posted uh, a little mini episode of what happens to two characters at the end of episode, the last episode, 12. So they fired him supposedly because he posted that on Twitter or on YouTube or whatever. Mm -hmm. But maybe they fired him because of something else. And it was weird. Like the fandom was like really freaking mad because we liked the show because it was adorable and directed by him. Yeah. And and his little team of animators. Hmm. So everybody was fucking mad. Twitter wars and, and things and he went silent for a while and, and things it was just really bizarre mm-hmm. not sure how things entirely shook out other than the fact that he's still fired and the his animation company isn't going to be working on season two so there is going to be a season two last I heard unless it's been cancelled but I kind of doubt it but it'll have no one except for the voice actresses from the first season Oh, well, that's, uh, that's not great. No. Yeah. So it's weird. Like, like you don't, I, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. If it does actually come out, ah. I might try one episode. Cause like without the same director, the same people with the energy and making this fun and adorable and weird, if it's going to be a corporate forced product, Directed by who the fuck knows? I there, there probably was somebody attached, but I don't remember. It, it's it's just so bizarre. Like some sort of anime scabs. I guess. Yeah. I I don't remember. I I think there was rumor that like some actual okay director was going to do it, hmm. but I don't remember right now. I do notoriously Oof, have feelings about creator intent, so. Yeah, like, most other shows would be like, I probably wouldn't care, but because this show is just so strange and and niche and weird, like, I really do care about the director. Hmm. So I don't know. And, um, what is the last news? Yeah, director's not coming back. I don't think there's any information about a new one. No, it's just bizarre. Like the, the the reason the show got popular, they fired the reason the show got popular. Yeah, that seems crazy. Oh, yeah, because I mean, as we've noted on previous episodes, the fact that this became like successful at all when it's the tie into a somewhat chintzy uh, mobile game. Yeah, that is... doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and the. That you would mess with that at all seems like a bad idea. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I can understand them, like, wanting to put more pressure and more, have more control of the show, but to just outright fire everyone who was working on the show, except for the voice actresses, is weird. Yeah. All right, so uh, that should do it for this episode. Thank you very much, Patreon supporters. Uh, usually this is where we plug the Patreon, but we don't need to because uh, you are already, already on. Yeah, thank you But very if you much. enjoyed this, you know, tell you, 
If you enjoyed this, tell your friends. Tell them that you know you can hear, uh, you know, two people who are kind of knowledgeable of anime and one total boob <laughs> babbling on about uh, kimono friends. Yeah. No, I don't even know that much. I just yattered on about rumors I remember that happened like six months ago. I mean, you've still More. got that base of knowledge. <clears throat> yeah. I'm probably a couple of years years removed from calling it Japan anime. <laughs> I still kind of miss that. Because, like, I, I say anime when it's supposed to be, I think, pronounced anime and manga instead of eh. manga. I just have old pronunciations stuck in my head that aren't going Aww. I mean, that's, I would, I would Japanimation de- is an accurate description. I would deem that close enough. Yeah, anime just is, it's French. They took it from French. It means animation. <laughs> I mean, inaccurate would be calling it anime. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be No. Right. Oh, damn it. I mean, there's no accent there. How am I supposed to know how to pronounce that E? <laughs> Oh no, Annie! Ah. So until Lisa likes it. Annie. So until next time, we will once more be kimono friends or possibly kimono enemies. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. Okay. All right. Hello out there. We're on the yeah, air. Yay. <laughs> Guys, I feel like I should get a second Switch game, but I haven't decided what yet, because I'm cheap. Um, do you have Splatoons? Although that might be expensive. The first one was really fun. Hello? Hello? Mm-hmm. Everyone got quiet. Oh. Skyrim. I have already bought Skyrim four times. Yeah, no, you don't need to Skyrim. Ah! Serval's tail fell off. I'm totally going to get Skyrim when it's down to like $20 or something, though. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh, where the fuck does it plug? Oh, it plugs into her skirt? That is weird. I've bought it so many times already. Now I have to rip her leg off. Christmas. Um, these should be um, Oh yeah, what what is what is a sea of thieves? Is that a thing? Some sort of video uh, game thing. Sea of thieves. I don't know. What? Everybody on my Twitter is talking about it, and I I assumed it was a video game thing. Probably. I have no idea I'm not familiar with it though. Mm. The, unless it's a new, it, it sounds kind of like the title of a new, um, whatchamacallit, the, the, uh, Assassin's Creed. It does, although apparently it is a, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a video game developed by Rare. Mm-hmm. It's oh. a pirate-themed action-adventure cooperative multiplayer game. 
I see. Oh, so they spun off the pirate part of Assassin's Creed into its own oh, game. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this is like, like <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, except you're pirates. Maybe. And you can turn on, like, radio stations the way you do in Grand Theft Auto, but they're all sea shanties. <laughs> yes. I do. Uh, sure. Just go, go around carjacking other people's boats. I mean, boat jacking? Well, yes. It would be boat jacking. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so uh, yeah. shall we uh, shall we start her up?